my, I have enjoyed that, yes boy. Me, oh my, I have enjoyed that, yes boy. Me, oh my, I have enjoyed that, yes boy. Me, oh my, I have enjoyed that. Me, oh my, I have enjoyed that, yes boy. And thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of Code with Kingy, where we are previewing the All Black second to glass, second to glass, second to last <laughs> clash for 2021. Good start, mate. Good start. Uh, <laughs> uh, where they are playing Ireland in Dublin at 4.15 New Zealand time. And joining me this week is one of the few Irishmen I happen to call a close mate of mine, that being the brother Ton and Barrett. Um, why don't you let the listeners... Um, how you doing and how much you're looking forward to being on the pod and this weekend's game? Yeah, not doing too bad, mate. Always a pleasure to get the call to come on. I think it's my second time. Oh, no, third time. I did that preview last time in a recap, so, you know, it's always nice. Well, to be fair, every time we catch up, we talk about some form of sport, whether it's the footy yeah. or the basketball. So, um, one of the few guys I feel like doesn't talk completely out of their ass like some of the boys or me at times, so... Yeah, very grateful for you to spare some minutes for me. Um, and I guess just to get the ball rolling, bro, I don't think I've talked to you about the All Blacks as of late. So what have you made of their form in 2021 and maybe the last couple of games that we've seen them play? Well, it's pretty much just fairly standard, I'd say, to most of the other years. Always seemed to do pretty well. Last week's game was a bit scrappy, but I feel like that was going to always be the case with a lot of changes. I don't know. what We've only really lost one game this year, haven't we? South Africa, that one. So, yeah, you can't really knock them too much, can you, when you just keep winning? Well, for me, it's I guess I expected a bit more of a fight from the South Africans, but once that first test rolled around and we were about half an hour in, it's just like, oh, is this is this it? Because it's sort of been this blockbuster thing in the works for a year and a half after the World Cup, and then it sort of eventuated to this fucking snooze fest with a shitload of kicking. And the second game was better. Um, Yeah, yeah. But still, yeah, compared to the Aussie games, I really enjoyed those two. Those were more, yeah, open and free-flowing. Um, Dave yeah. Rennie's coaching them now. Their footy's looking a lot better. or just a lot more open, sort of yeah. similar to our style. So those two games were mean. But yeah, other than that, I haven't really paid too much. I didn't really watch the American game. That was a bit of a waste of time. Yeah, bro. Glorified training run. Uh, yeah. Same with the, 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 the Italian game the last week. <laughs> yeah. I do think this will... I'm not really sure about the French game. They usually just chuck out. You never know what they're going to do, but this Irish game is usually pretty good. The last few years we've played them, so this should be a goodie this weekend. See, I'm the other way around. I'm expecting more of a fight from the French um, simply because, I mean, it can go one of two ways. One, we could, you know, arrive there and absolutely flog them, or we could turn into this game where it's just like, fuck, what the hell? Who knew the French could play? Those are the good ones, eh, with the French. Hopefully they come out hot and we're just not sure what's going to happen. Yeah, well, oh, we shall see. Yeah, if you look back through history, that can be the case from time to time. But sure can. looking more to head to this weekend, um, this is the 33rd clash between the two sides. All Blacks having won 29 of those, the Irish twice, and one draw. The last time they played was at the 2019 World Cup, where the All Blacks pumped them 46 14 in the quarterfinals. But prior to that was the, well, not historic, but the, yeah, the second win um, in, in the Irish books. That was the first one, so I think that was the the year or so prior. But then, yeah, like previous to the last outing, um, when we were over there for the Northern Tour, the Irish beat us, I think, in what was like a game that both teams scored under 20 I don't, even, I don't even know they'd beat us twice. Yeah, I don't bro. I remember yeah, that bro. game. I remember the Chicago one. I don't remember them beating us over there. 
And to be fair, I don't really remember the quarterfinal. There's more losing England. <laughs> I only remember the quarterfinal because we played England the next week. I don't remember much from either night, mate. Um, yeah. When I was down at the pub enjoying yeah. the atmosphere. Well, the atmosphere for the quarterfinal, not so much the semi. <laughs> um, but yeah, this weekend, uh, we've got a couple of talking points to pick out. Um, the biggest one for me outside of, you know, the whole Moanga-Barrett debate, which we'll get to, is the midfield where they've shifted Rico Iwani back to centre. Um, one, to accommodate Severis' hot form, uh, yeah. but two, to sort of highlight that Havili hasn't been himself or been as great as of late. So are you happy with yeah. that switch? Do you like Iwani at centre? Oh, I am. I like having Rico at, at centre. I feel like he provides an X-factor that we sort of need from a centre. Because you can, obviously with the back three, the plane that they've been playing, you, you can't drop any of them. They've sort of been on fire this year. See, and I'm the same, but a lot of boys don't like him, eh? You don't like Rico there? No, I do, but a lot of people don't like him at centre. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure why, but, I mean, he's proven this year he can do it. He's been good on the wing or centre. And I feel it just gives us way better options on attack. Exactly, bro. It doesn't matter like, what level of rugby you play rapid. at. Yeah, yeah, exactly, bro. Like, you... Even like if you're shit at tackling, bro, and you let the guy get around you, if you're that quick and can recover, although it's not yeah. the ideal way to deal with things, yeah, yeah, bro, speed kills. And at times you can tend to tuck the ball under his arm, and I think he can do that whole hero thing where I think he wants to score the try, and then he's probably thinking about the celebration even before he dots down. But I yeah, think if you can like iron out Aussie, those sorts of things. He should be good, yeah. What you're talking about when he's trying to celebrate too early like against Aussie. Is that what you're going to go for? Well, I guess that's like the, like the double-edged sword with really guys like, like that. Yeah, yeah, because he seems to have that sort of, I don't know, I guess ego, but I don't really mind. I like it. Yeah, same here, bro. I think it ruffles. Player, so if he's yeah. backing it up on the field, I don't really care. Yeah, exactly. I just think that like when you get a lot of the old school heads thinking like, oh, you know, you just put the ball down and you run back to halfway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the thing that ruffles a few feathers. And so... I mean, everything's amplified when he makes a mistake because they're like, yeah, see, you shouldn't be fucking showboating yeah, all the yeah, time. But if him showboating... Yeah, exactly, exactly the same as Sonny Bill. Exactly. But I think that that's probably part of why he plays the way that he does and why he, you know, backs himself and he has that sort of confidence, you know, and a lot yeah. of that can be channeled through him expressing himself out there. So I think if you try and tell him to, I think maybe slow down on, on the smack talk and like the dancing and shit like that, maybe it takes away from his game or his... yeah. I'm all for it, but like we just mentioned, um, a lot of people aren't. Um, another talking point is Ethan Blackadder getting the nod at six. I myself am more of an Akira Iwani fan, but he does seem to go missing sure. in the games where he needs to come in. And I mean, they're deploying him out wide, so it's quite tough to get stuck in and do the dirty yeah. work when they've got him playing a specific role. Um, but I guess with Ethan Blackadder, he's probably not as spectacular and as X-Factory as Iwani, but you sort of know what you're going to get. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it's because Iwani's been playing bad. I think it's just because Blackadder's been playing out of his skin. Mm. He's just been showing up every week and just does so much work. His work rate's ridiculous. A lot like his dad, yeah. Yeah. I don't see how you can leave him out with the starting team off the way he's been playing. The only other thing I can see would be maybe move him to seven. And then you could have Ioane at six, but I don't know what the, what the dynamics there. Yeah, I, I, I guess that's, yeah, I think you highlighted it right Because who's, who's at seven? Is it Dalton or... Yeah, it's, it's Dalton. So I guess it's more yeah. who, how you want to round your, your trio. For me, though, I just yeah. feel like Papali'i and Ethan Blackheader, as great as they are at doing what they do, they're quite similar. 
Uh, and maybe for yeah. a test like this, they, you know, Ian Foster just wants to have that confidence that he knows those guys are going to make their tackles and run straight and hard. Um, and maybe like an Irwani type guys where you need that X factor and you need that game breaking ability. But maybe in a game like yes. this, you, you can't afford for someone like Irwani not to go out there and nail his core roles. And yeah, he will be a good impact. Bring him on with 20 to go, you know. Yeah, yeah that's true. Deploying him out wide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I mean, Captain, well, not Captain, Adi Sevilla. Arguably the best. I mean, it's it's hard because obviously, like his position isn't as impactful as like a Bowden's or like Aaron Smith when he plays, and yeah, um, maybe not so much at um, set piece like Sam Whitelock has been. The only other forward I can com- like compare him with is Hooper. Hooper's fucking good as well. Yeah, he's just unfortunate that he both of them just team. yeah, like hey man, if he carries that team, eh? Poor bugger. Yeah. yeah, unfortunate for him. Um, and then last point, Bowden Barrett in at 10, facing off with Johnny Sexton, who's playing in his 100th test. Are you happy to see Barrett at 10, or would you have liked to have seen Wanga given a chance uh, against a tier one, you know, one of the, the, the top tier, tier one nations yeah. um, ahead of next week's game? Oh, I'm happy with it. Um, I think he proved again against Wales why he should be or you know, still competing for that spot because obviously Mwanga hasn't taken a wrong step either. He's just unlucky that he was having a kid and missed out on a, a few of the, um, what was it, rugby championship games. Mm-hmm. And Bodie's just sort of taken his chance. And I guess with Geordie at fullback, you don't need to worry about the goal-kicking side of it. Yeah. And he can slot them from 60. Yeah, it was but he obviously will have to play good again because if he has one hiccup, then obviously is going to be straight back into starting and give him another shot again. I mean, you do have to tip your hat to Bowden because he was, you know, he was that close to being like yesterday's man. Yeah, bro. Given how poorly he played in his opportunities against like Fiji at the start of the year. And then, you know, with Mwanga taking his uh, chances, his chances. For me, I'm... I'm, It's not like he's played bad. No, exactly, bro. It's tough, man. I'm I'm probably more sided with Mwanga. Uh, yeah. this year um just given how like dominant he is at the super rugby level but ian foster's chosen to ride to ride to ride the hot hand <laughs> i can't get my words out properly bro so. <laughs> so um, yeah and yeah we'll just have to see how it goes and i mean I, i've mentioned it like a million times before i think that if you take the goal kicking pressure off Bowden, yeah i think yeah it's funny though, like in, in the media, he says, Oh, you know, I don't worry about my kicking, you know, like I just get into the game. And but, or anyone who's played the game and who's had to goal kick, I think, you know, it's fair to it's say, that if you, if, yeah, it affects not goes. only your goal kicking, but every other part <laughs> yeah. of your game, bro. Yeah, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think no matter how good Bodie plays this week, I think Moaga will get the start next week, though, against France. I feel like they'll give him a shot. Yeah, well, yeah, I, th- I think either way, I think if the All Blacks win, and I don't know. I feel like if they win this weekend, they'll win comfortably. I don't see it being tight um, unless it goes the other way. Uh, we'll leave that till last, though. But yeah, I, yeah, I, I think, you know, like if knock on with the All Blacks, don't lose. But if they do, Mwanga probably gets to start next week. And if they win, I think, like, regardless, yeah, like you said, I think he's going to start. Yeah. Yeah. He'll get it. They'll give him this chance against one of the top teams. But then it just sets up a very interesting 2022 because... Sure does. Yeah. Is Blues. Bodhi still playing for the Blues or is he going back to yep. Japan? Yep, yep. And it looks like, you know, they've got so the likes of RTS coming in. Yeah, bro. So... That'd be interesting then. Yeah. 
I don't know. Like, I'm, I mean, we could go on and on um, on this podcast about like who plays at 10, but for me, it's like, you know, the, the old thing with quarterbacks in the NFL where it's like you want one guy just getting all the reps or the majority of the reps, yeah. but it's still like, you know, choppy and changey ahead of a World Cup, which is what, 18 months away from now, which is still a yeah, long time, be... but like if we're still Big having decision. to go through this debate, bro. Yeah. Oh, well, fuck, we'll park that chat because um, otherwise we'll go off on that tangent. Um, we'll leave that for the yeah. next time you're on. Um, over the Irish, interesting call. Jamison Gibson-Park, the former Hurricane, he's starting at nine over Connor Murray. I haven't done my homework enough on the Irish to know whether or not that's due to injury or perhaps due to form, but big uh, call given Connor Murray and how dominant he's been in both the wins over the All Blacks in previous years, but maybe similar to Bowden, you know, like you got to play the guys in form. Yeah, I guess so. they got a few Kiwis on the team, don't they? Mm-hmm. Under our keys oh. at centre and James Lowe's on the wing. Low is he up against Jordan? Is old Tasman yep. teammate? Yeah. He is? Uh, oh, that's good. <laughs> That'll be a good matchup. Mm-hmm. I don't watch a lot of the Six Nations rugby, so I don't know what to expect from the Irish, but given that they have Murray on the bench, I can't see them kicking the ball as much as they would have or will do once mm. he's on the park. And Bundy Aki and James Lowe are quite expressive guys from their time at the Chiefs. They must be so. looking to try and have a play with it at least. Uh, but have, I'm have not sure you can against the All Blacks, though. I don't, I don't think... Yeah. When was the last time we saw a team actually outplay the All Blacks at their own game? Bar, I think, maybe that Aussie game, the year of the World Cup, where they where they pumped us in Perth. But that was only because um, Scott Barrett went off with the red card. Do you remember that game? Uh, not really. <laughs> not really, to be honest, mate. <laughs> but I do know what you mean. Like it's gonna, you can't really beat the All Blacks at their own game. They're just too good at it. Ah, oh, well, I, just off counter attack. I mean, like the All Blacks it makes for it makes for good viewing, <laughs> and like it'll be a great game to watch. Like the Wallabies always do. They always try and sort of play similar to us, but we always just always seem to beat them. Yeah, I just don't think any other country can match us for skill and creative instincts. I mean, like you look at someone like Will Jordan, maybe bar like a chiseling Colby who plays for South Africa, or I mean, who knows? The, the, those Kiwi boys who are playing this weekend, maybe they bring that point of difference in comparison to your typical Irish players. Yeah. But even then, I think they probably aren't given as much free reign as what the All Blacks are to express themselves. So seems to be that way. Yeah, we're just gonna have to wait and see. Um. What's your score prediction going into this game? I've just got a note here that the All Blacks need four tries to crack 100 for the calendar year. The previous record was 92 set by Argentina in 2003. So we've already got the record, but we need four more over the next two games to crack 100. Um, They've also got a current total of 675 points, which is another record for a year, eclipsing South Africa's 658 in 2007. So... I guess if we get the four tries this weekend, that'll take us over 700. But yeah. I think we back- will. Score prediction. Um, oh, I'm thinking. 35. Uh, 17. 35, 17 to the ABs. Are those points scattered across the match or is it like a last 20 job? Um, I reckon last 20. We'll pile the points on. At least two tries in the last 20. Yeah, I'm going to go five tries. I'm going to go four from five from a T from Barrett. So I'm going to go 39-15. Pretty close. Similar scores. Thinking along the same lines. 
mate to be fair like whenever i throw the stuff out there i hardly even remember it come the recap nah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I'll yeah I'm, sure I'm, watch. I'm sure you'll keep a note of your score and then um make sure to highlight it when i catch up with you on sunday to hopefully cover another all Blacks win bro um so yeah we'll wrap it up there Beauty. yeah great for your time brother and connect with all you good, mate. A couple of days. Time, cool.